For more on this now, we're joined on the line by our market analyst, Clive Dozabantu Ramatibela. Clive, Capitec hikes bad loan provisions in weak economy. That's the question we were meant to answer earlier on. Absolutely. And hello to the uh, later wake up, wake up people um, as of the uh, AM lot. And this is very, very interesting story, this. And obviously, we know the story of Capitec. It's been a phenomenal story of, of growth and uh, a strong bank that is built behind a strong uh, asset management company, uh, the likes of PSG being very much involved in creating this particular uh, wonderful business. But there's something interesting about what this means to them. It means that they're firming up, you know. Um, it takes us back to the story of the African bank and what happened with them, um, even though the economy was slightly a bit better than what it is now. But uh, obviously this uh, Mr. Khayfari knows his story and understands the market very well. So what they've done is uh, they're going to cut down slightly on provisions for loan or for borrowing, which means that obviously that will create a higher uh, criteria for people who want to uh, borrow loans in this particular interest hiking moment, which is quite interesting because banks normally would, would lower it so that they can make more money because if, if, obviously if you're in an uh, interest hiking uh, period, you want to make a bit more money. So this is obviously strategic. But uh, another thing, uh, the provision for doubtful debt uh, climbed for capital to 33% to 5.1 billion rand uh, or just about uh, 12.5% of gross loans and advances. Um, and also gross loans and advances grew by 13% uh, to about 40 billion uh, rand. So absolutely amazing stuff that's happening with capital. And uh, the capital adequacy ratio has still concerned to many other people. Uh, but what they do is that, uh, unlike other banks, they don't borrow money just out of their actual uh, borrowings or out of their earnings. Uh, they, they borrow money. Uh, normally, banks will borrow from, from the capital that they've already injected or that's been bought in, like in the forms of deposits and stuff, and they will borrow that out. But they, they actually have equity that they use to actually borrow money out. So that's quite an interesting strategy as well, and that's what attached. Uh, they are one of the best performing banks uh, in the country. China stocks rise to trim quarterly losses. Consumer shares gain. Yeah, but it's, uh, it's another story of uh, David and Goliath, I suppose, if you want to put it that way. Uh, China stocks rose, carrying the benchmark index quarterly loss. Uh, and the speculations of the world's second largest economy is stabilizing. Can we believe that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, well, at that time, Pekka um, thought, we didn't even believe any data that came out of China. And now all of a sudden people are actually, actually reading to these things and they actually invest on, based on the reports and the analysis that comes from Shanghai. So quite interesting part, Shanghai Composite Index uh, added another 0.4% and assumed its losses of about 15% into the year, obviously. Uh, industrial and consumer stocks led the advance. As China is converting into a consumer-based economy, uh, this is obviously having a positive impact on the local uh, uh, businesses, and that's why they seem to be flourishing, particularly those technology stocks are looking very, very strong. Uh, Do you know a company called uh, Alibaba? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. (laughs) Yes, yes. And the story of Alibaba is very fascinating. It is absolutely amazing. His name is Jack Ma. He's a brilliant young man. Um, He's become a multi-billionaire. Just one billion now, nigga, uh, no, just one billion, just one. Just, just, <laughs> in, just, in. Let's stay in China because uh, Thursday investment theme, eight things Chinese money is buying in America right now. 
No. But doing now in, in the U.S. They're actually buying a lot of things. And I, I don't know if I, can, I have time to go through the entire eight. I'll, I'll just mention the top five that I think people will be interested in. They're buying luxury hotels. Do you remember a, 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 a film called Coming to America? Yes, yes. There's a hotel there called the Waldorf Astoria. Do you yes. remember that hotel? Yes. You know that now it's Chinese-owned. And they're buying all these luxury hotels Chinese, and they're getting involved everywhere. And uh, they're also buying uh, things like refrigerators, uh, dishwashers, and coffee machines. Can you, do you have a coffee machine? I don't have a coffee machine. Oh, no, I don't. Me. <laughs> they're buying cranes mm. for construction. They're, they're buying, uh, they're watching films like The Dark Knight Rises and Superman vs. Batman. <laughs> they've got, they're doing things like software distributors. Uh, obviously, this has to do with applications and web. And we've seen how that has changed the way we do business. But here's something I want to ask you in Takato. Bafana, Bafana, and uh, the Portuguese, should they go to a ticket in Shadia Linga and perhaps find some uh, 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 multi there that would help them uh, to stabilize the performance? 